Without doubt, fans of the quick-fit British Touring Car Championship are eagerly counting down the days until the season opener at Thruxton in May. And it's probably fair to say that just as eager to get underway are the teams and the drivers, not least of all Dan Camish, who I'm delighted to say joins me on the line. Dan, um, good to catch up with you. Um, how are you and uh, what have you been doing with yourself since uh, we closed the garage doors at Brands Hatch? Yeah, Steve, good to... Uh Good to hear from you. Yeah, all uh, all well. My end really. I've been um, pretty busy of late. Really, work is um, is quite busy. I, I work for a, uh, an elevator company. It's uh, it's a bit up and down, but um, <laughs> that's that's the only. <laughs> You're here all week. <laughs> that's the, yeah. It's the only lift joke I have. Um, yeah, so work's busy, and uh, I've also moved home. So uh, I was. Uh, I'm from Leeds originally, but I, I moved to Twickenham about a year ago. Um, which was which was which was great, and now I uh, I bought somewhere with, with my girlfriend uh, in a place called Binfield. Which, as I sit here, actually just looking out the window, um, I can practically see Honda's headquarters. So it is um, it's just around the corner from Honda. So uh, yeah, I've been been quite busy of late, really, between between the two. Excellent. Please tell me, Dan, that you hired a white van and you did the removals yourself, and you're now the fastest white van man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100% that was me. Um, yeah, it, uh, we had we had a huge white van, actually. Uh, I don't think you could have got one much bigger. Um, not, <laughs> I didn't make it look easy to manoeuvre, put it that way. Um, but yeah, thankfully we got everything in. Um, and pretty much everything was in one piece as well, actually. Excellent. Dan, um, first of all, we have to just confirm, because there's been no uh, sort of official announcement yet, but you are in a Honda for next season with number 27 on the side. Your drive is confirmed. Is that correct? Yeah, that, that, that's correct. Um, you know, un- unless something changes, which um, I'm sure it won't. Yeah, it'll, I'll, I'll be there. So, I mean, I had a two year contract, uh, which started at the end of uh, 2019. Um, so obviously, so yeah, that 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 will see out this year. Um, so yeah, as I say, you know, I, I'll I'll be there. Um, you know, raring to get going now. Really, it's been um, it's, it seems a while since the flag dropped. Even though, even though in reality, it's it's less time than usual. Cause obviously, we didn't finish racing until quite late. But um, I'm certainly eager to get started. We spoke many times over the last um, two or three seasons, and yet, counterintuitively, last season when you finished third, you seemed happier with your season than you did the previous season when you missed out, you know, in the last round with a brake failure. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's probably fair to say. Um, I mean, you know, the, the ending of, of twenty nineteen was, you know, even though it had such a fantastic season, to, to come so close and and to lose was, um, and not just lose, but to 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 have it taken away in such uh, sort of cruel way, yeah, I was never gonna, uh, I was never gonna feel good about it. Um, you know, even though actually the season as a whole was was a great season, fourteen podiums, you know, pushed pushed the um, the BMWs right to the end. You know, it was a lot to be proud of. But you know, I think looking back on last season, you know, the twenty twenty season, um, I think that was probably my best season in in, in the series. Um, you know, from a consistency point of view, I don't, I don't think uh, I could have got much more out of that car. I, I think I gave it pretty much everything, every race. Uh, I don't think there was much left on the table. You know, a couple of points here and there, but to be honest, I, I think on the whole, it was a, it was a really strong season. And you only have to look at, you know, the results 
of the top four or five, I, th- I think I think the top four all scored more points than uh, the winner did in 2019, even with a whole round less, which kind of shows mm-hmm. you the speed and the consistency you needed at the front of the championship last year. Um, mm-hmm. So no, I, th- I think you know last year, and also also you know I think I think the the speed. Um, had gone up at the front last year. You know, you had the addition of of, of Butcher in the, in the motor base focus, which was very quick. You had Ingram, who had who had really come on strong in the Toyota, um, and also you know Sutton, in, in who was the outlier in the in the new Infinity. You know, we had no idea how it'd go and, and proved to be, um, you know, a very worthy champion. So, you know, the, the, those maybe weren't there in twenty nineteen. It was very. It was a little bit more me versus the BMWs. Whereas this year, I felt it was. You know, it was one of sort of five of us really quite often going for the for the win. So, um, no, I think I had a lot to be proud of last year. Best front wheel drive, another top three finish in in you know that's two out of three years. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much more I can do. My end. Mm. The Honda um, Civic Type R has got a, a tremendous history in the uh, British Touring Car Championship, and only last year, of course, the FK2 was uh, was retired, which brings into uh, you know the, the constant debate about front wheel drive versus rear wheel drive, whether whether it should be just uh, you know a, a single type in 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 the racing, and does one car have an advantage over the other? What, what's your thoughts, Dan? <laughs> How long have you got? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, the, you know, Honda got such a, a pedigree in, in BTCC and, and Dynamics have um, obviously built those cars and, and, and it's testament to how well they have been built and designed when the FK2 is, you know, e- even last year, uh, a fair number of years after it was first introduced, is still so strong. Um, and, you know, and it has crossed our minds before, you know, how with all the development we now have in the FK8s, you know, on, on, on different, different um, not the chassis side, but certainly on the engine side, how fast would that FK2 go with some of the bits we have now, you know? Um, obviously, we, 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 we'll never find out. Um, but over, you know, the last couple of years, we've really developed the FK8 as well. And that's now a very strong package, um, you know, and it has been the top Honda for the last couple of years. So... We're certainly doing uh, doing the right thing. That being said, you know, in, in relation to the to your rear wheel drive question, um, I mean, for me, I'd I'd personally like it to just be all the same, uh, whether that's rear wheel drive or front wheel drive. Um, I think that would just do away with a lot of the uncertainty. Um, you know, it, it sort of depends which side of the fence you sit on. If you're sat in a rear wheel drive car, you're never going to say you've got an advantage. If you're sat in a front wheel drive, you're never going to say you've got an advantage. Um, you know, I, I, I do believe that now it probably is quite, it, it, it's not far away from being pretty equal. I think the starts were were a long way out um, for the last couple of years. I, I, dare, I dare say in 2019, I would have won the championship um, if it hadn't been for the starts the way they were. You just you just can't you can't overcome the physics of it. You know, it's um, when you're sort of starting near the front, but you can end up sort of three or four places further back into turn one. Um, there's not much you can do about that, and that was giving the rear-wheel drives an advantage every start. You know, they could sort of start fifth or sixth and be second by turn one. Um, but that aside, now you know, towards the end, back end of last year, I think that. Uh, the changes that Toka made really, really changed that, and it's much, much closer now. I'm not saying that we're better or worse, or they are better or worse, but I'd say it's it's much more 50-50, which is great. That's all we want. Um, we've we've both got strengths and weaknesses. Um, you know, I think the 
the front wheel drive seems to have a handle on getting up to temperature a bit quicker when it comes to the sort of the tires. Um, you know, we can take a, you know, when it gets a little bit bumpy and, uh, you know, we, we can take a, a hit a little bit better. Um, you know, who knows? I, I think it's um, it, 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 very circuit dependent as well. Very circuit dependent. Uh, you go some places where, unfortunately, the rear wheel drive is just going to have an advantage. Alton Park springs to mind. You know, it's <laughs> I've driven a Porsche there on so many occasions to know the strengths a rear wheel drive has around around there. And I've followed um, I've followed the BMW enough times over the last couple of years to just be able to see that it can do things I cannot do. Um, mm. But then we go other places, and, and I'm sure the front wheel drive is is every bit a match, if not if not better. So, um, you know, you sort of take your choice and off you go. But for, for me, yeah, I'd certainly like to see it all one, and then we can just do away with all mm. all, all the arguing, all the uncertainty, and just mm. get on with the racing. Do you think? Now, Dan, with the experience that you've got and uh, the sort of maturity that you've developed in, in terms of your drive at this level, that you now um, have a more strategic view about campaigning over a season rather than just saying you've got to win every race. Sometimes discretion is the better part of valour. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's. I think, I think if you're looking at, um, you know, a sort of a modern touring car approach who, who who do you look to um who, who's got the right approach you, you know you look at colin don't you, you look um you know he's he's a multiple champion for a reason he's he's an expert in, in picking his battles um and he he's he, he plays the percentages and, and 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 the points all the time you can sort of see him doing it actually um and some people might criticize that and say that you know, it's 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 not the most flamboyant way to, to go motor racing. No, it's not. But it's 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 a great way of racking up championships uh, <laughs> and putting your name in the history books. And, and and that's what he's done more than any other driver of the of sort of the modern era. So, um, you know, it's there are drivers out there that are, that are very much about the win, um, and and they take the glory there and then as they can get it. The problem is that there's quite a lot of risk in that. Um, and it, it doesn't always play out to your advantage. You know, you could, some days it's your day and you're a hero, uh, and a week later you're sat at the side of the track in a in a, in a heap watching everyone else take part because you've crashed. So you've you've got to approach it. I'm I'm trying to approach it um, a bit more in the, I would say in, um, uh, you know, as uh, as Collingwood, which is basically you know pick my battles, um, you know work it out there and then how how is this going to have an effect on 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 my position am i going to go forward am i just going to make this worse situation worse um you know that, that that's that's the kind of thing you're working out all the time i mean snetterton's a good example for me the, the, this last year i mean i got criticized i think i was sixth in every race that day and i got i saw i got a bit of criticism for not defending hard enough for not overtaking for you know camish can't overtake he doesn't go forward and it's like that's all well and good saying that, but one, I wasn't fast enough to do that. <laughs> I was, I was sick because I was, I was just about keeping up in sixth. And two, the problem is if you if you fight overly hard and you get involved in scraps, I might not be sixth. I might be tenth or twelfth or even worse. I might not finish. And then suddenly those points that were so important have gone. And, and what would I? What, but on the flip side of that, what do I gain? A couple, one point if I do go forward. Two. The, the, the risk was not worth the reward so you know it's sometimes it's not easy to, 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 to race like that but you've just got to know that 
better times will come around and and for me you know um i've taken good points in other races and then i went to brands and you know there was nothing left to but to put it all on the line and, and can come forward so it's just a matter of um if, if you want to be a championship contender right to the end you have to pick your battles there's so many examples of people that look right that look like they're close until mid-season even three-quarter season and then they just fall away at the end um and the last two seasons i've taken it all the way to the last race and and that's not coincidence so um i'll certainly be doing my best uh, to do that this year We've got a, a full grid uh, announced uh, already, although not all drivers confirmed. But there have been some interesting uh, chops and changes, drivers moving seats, and of course uh, the Cooper is coming in. What do you make of uh, of the changes that, that you've seen so far? Uh, yeah, it's been a good silly season, hasn't it, so far? Um, you know, sort of keeping my eye on the uh, on the rumor mill. Uh, I say, well, my dad is anyway. He loves it, bless him. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'd say, you know, the, the big one so far, I'd, I'd say probably, uh, you know, Ingram to accelerate. I think that was, I don't think many people saw that coming. Um, you know, I think Tom and Speedworks have kind of, they've sort of grown together in the BTCC, haven't they? So um, I thought they were pretty much joined at the hip, but to see them separate was a bit of a surprise. Um, so good luck to Tom. I, I think it's, um, you know, I hope it, hope it works out for him. Um, I, I think he he will get that car to the front. I think I'm hoping it just takes a little bit longer. <laughs> um, you know, give us a bit of a chance to get a bit of a head start on him. Because um, I think last year, I think I think the second half of last year, you, you could say that Tom and that Toyota were probably the fastest cars on the grid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we came good around Fruxton time, and and, and we we were very quick in in the Dynamics Honda. But Tom matched his blow for blow, and we we had some really good races last year. Um, mm. So, you know, to see that partnership separate, you know, <laughs> music to my ears, really. Um, but no, good, good luck to Tom. And then obviously we got Butcher stepping the other way, which um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, because I think Tom's got such a, Tom's style uh, is, is really quite loose. You watch the rear of the car and it dances around under him. Um, can, you know, can Robbie drive it in that similar way? Or is, is he going to have to re, you know, are they going to have to look at re-engineering that car to suit Rory? And, and will that be, good, be as quick? So that'll be interesting. Um, and then, yeah, like you say, we've got some new cars coming in, the Cupras and, um, you know, yeah, it's all, uh, as you say, it's a full grid, which is which is what's important. And then um, I guess we'll know more media day. Um, mm. You know, as, as much as I'm involved in it, it's surprising that I, I, do, <laughs> I don't get to hear as much as, as people might think, to be honest. I'm, uh, mm. I, I find out on... Um, on the BTCC website, like everyone else, really. <laughs> it's usually, it's always the case, and we get to uh, sort of the, the the very back end of the season that you start to find those three or four or so drivers who you think, yeah, um, they're the ones who are going to be in the chase come the final rounds. But uh, over the years, and particularly looking at the the grid that we've got coming up for this season, potentially we've got six or eight drivers that could easily be in that frame that could win it in the last couple of rounds is it getting more difficult to win the championship um it's a funny one for me to answer really because obviously i've only been involved in this in this era of it um but having you know i think having spoken to matt on a number of occasions i i think it's as tough now as it's ever been um you know i think people talk about the, the super touring era um as, as the pinnacle of, of british touring cars and 
but but what people forget is because the 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 costs were so high and and there were so many different things going on there was a tire war um you know the, the, there was there was disparity between between the uh, between the cars whereas now there's very little disparity at all um you can the top 15 can can, can win a race and you i mean i've had it in the, i've had it you know in the past i've i've won you know race one or two and next race you're battling over 15th and 16th and you're thinking hang on a minute i just won the last one and now i cannot go forward at all i am stuck um and that, that is touring car racing it's incredibly close down the grid um, you know, Tok have done a fantastic job of, of the regulations and, and, and making it as fair as possible. Um, and I think right now, you know, as, as 2020 ended, I think it was, I think it's, in, I think it really is um, as close as it's been. You know, I think from an engine parity point of view, you know, I, I don't think last year I really had much to say. I always thought that we were very similar to everyone else. I never felt like there was much of an issue on the engine front. Um, you know, I thought the championship was was very strong and, and very fair. So, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's as good as it's ever been right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I think people like Matt will you know will, will tell you that having having been in it for, for so long and seen so many different areas of it. Mm, absolutely. Um, just uh, finally, um, looking in your crystal ball, <laughs> if you had one. Um, you obviously want to win the championship uh, and not be for a third time two points behind Colin, as, as you've said before. Um, how do you, at this stage in the game, um, rate your chances? Oh, good question. Um, yeah, it's, it's a strange one, that, that, that two-point thing. It's uh, all those races, all those <laughs> points, all those moments and incidents, and you still end up two points behind. <laughs> I'm determined to put that right this year. So if it's one thing I do, um, third time's a charm. So, um, yeah, I think I've got a very good chance. You know, I think I've learned so much. People, you know, at the end of the day, I'm only going into my fourth season as a touring car driver. It's only my fourth season in a front-wheel drive car. Um, you know, I'm still learning. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I was fast from from sort of day one. I mean, I nearly had pole on my debut. I kind of did have pole on my debut. Um, it, you just got to remember to stop at red lights. It's a lesson for everyone out there. Um, <laughs> but you know, I think the speed was there. I think over time, I've uh, the experience has come in terms of um, you know tire management, looking after the car, picking your fights. Um, and also, I think I've I've grown into the role in, in dynamics and also in the championship. I think when I first sort of joined, I was a bit of an outsider. People didn't really know who, where I, who I was, where I'd come from. You know, I hadn't come up the traditional sort of route to get to touring cars. I was off sort of doing the GT type stuff. Um, but I think, you know, you, you sort of find your place in the paddock and, and on the grid. And, um, you know, I feel very comfortable there now. So... You know, I'd, I'd like to say, that, you know, with, with dynamics behind me, um, you know, they always provide me with such a great car. Uh, I'm sure it'll be the best iteration of it yet this year. Um, you know, the guys will be working hard to make sure that happens. I'll put everything that I've learned into practice and, and I'm positive I, I will I will be there at the very end. Uh, I will take it down to the last race. And I, I'd like to say this time it can be ours. Um, you know, I think, I think we've come so close the last two years. Uh, it's only a matter of time before we get our first championship. So, um, so yeah, I think we've got a very good chance. That's not to say others don't, because there's some really fast packages out there. But um, you know, let, let's let's see. I'll, I'll I'll back myself every time. 
Dan, it's been great to catch up with you. Many thanks. I know there's still a lot of preparation to go, but really good to uh, also hear um, that you're in a happy place and obviously a, a great optimism for the season. I know uh, uh, thousands and thousands of people will join me in wishing uh, you uh, the very, very best for the new season when it gets underway. But for now, Dan, thank you very much indeed. Yeah, cheers, Steve. Pleasure.